ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Please stand with me and turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 By the grace of God I will continue to preach in your hearing Wokeism the blob of Beelzebub As you will see tonight uh, this blob is hitting uh, every group <clears throat> in the world. White, black, red, yellow makes no difference. Rich, middle income, middle class, Why? Because it is a satanic spirit unleashed on the world by the devil. And so this is testing time for you, those of you who claim to be Christians. We're going to see what you're made of, aren't we? This know also <clears throat> that in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves in more ways than one. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient, to parents, unthankful, don't be scared, God's got wokeism right here in the word of God, predicted, prophesied by the Apostle Paul. And this is a unique time, we've never, and I can say this without any fear of successful contradiction, We've never had quite a time like this because you must understand that wokeism is deceptionism. This kind of deception has not been unleashed on the world uh, since the beginning of time. I would venture to say that. Not like this. Not, this, this is... Uh, this is the Super Bowl for those of you who claim to be Christians. It's time to show up and show out for God now. Meal, do, or barbecue? What are you going to do? Make up your mind. Choose ye this day. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Unholy. 
without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, incontinent, without control. I'm thinking about two mothers in about two days who killed their children. One woman, a beautiful thing, a beautiful woman. Uh, this is why I tell you men, beauty does not mean much. If there's not a beautiful spirit and soul on the inside and a beautiful mind. Because she can turn ugly real quick. And this beautiful woman turned ugly real quick. She got frustrated about nursing her child and killed the child on her breast. And people are talking about, oh, she just needs some help. She doesn't need jail, no. She needs help and she needs prison. And if the husband knew about it, he needs to spend some time in prison too. If he knew that she was capable of that or that she was fragile, yeah, they need to investigate him too because most times God will give a man instincts and insight into his wife and children and he will pick up that she's not, she, she's choosing not to be ready for this. She's not prepared for this. No, I do not buy a woman gets sick because she has a baby. I don't buy it. I'm not a woman. I'm not a doctor. But I don't buy it. I think it's, I, I believe in most cases it is an excuse for immaturity. Loving to lie down and have sex but not loving to sit down and take the responsibility of what sex produced. There are many women like that. They love the sex part. Well, yes, don't fool yourself, men. Love, women love sex too. You just got to get it started. She'll be get ready in a, uh, right quick, in a hurry. Don't let them lie to you and fool you that they don't want sex. They don't like sex. They don't. No, you, you, you do what you're supposed to do as a man. And get her started and she'll love it too. Oh, they love it. They'll do it every day. If you know what you're doing. Uh, don't buy into that lie. Okay? But she, when, when, when you have sex and a baby comes, now it's time to get down to business. And take care of the baby. We can have sex again. Uh, but we need to take care of this baby. Anyway, this beautiful woman murdered her beautiful cherubic baby. A beautiful, not only is she beautiful, it's a beautiful family. I'm not, and I'm not going to be like you politically correct people saying that you can't say a woman is beautiful. She's beautiful, she's just beautiful. That's all. God made her beautiful, by the way. But she's a beautiful devil, like so many other women. And uh, she murdered her baby, beautiful infant baby. 
She got so mad. She she said, "I don't I don't want I don't want this problem for any more of my days on this earth." And murdered that baby on her nursing breast. Okay, you said, preacher, yeah, how dare you call her a murderer? Because that's what she is. Okay, let's be real, and all you women know it. Or every last one of you women know it to be true. I don't care how nice she was. And I wrote an article last night saying I, I have a problem with the double standard for men. They have a uh, uh, page for her to raise money. What do you call the page? GoFundMe page to raise money for her defense. And the husband is behind it. You, you, you haven't missed that much. I'm just going off. Uh, I didn't. I uh, don't have the mic in. But you, you should be able to still hear me. Daniqua, Daniel Ezekiel, Danielle. Can you still hear me? Could you hear me? Could you still hear me? Through the earphone? How is how? I mean, how did you do that? Just almost just clear from the computer. Okay, and it came through the earphones. Not not because you had the. You can hear me, in here. Okay, but it's not. It can't be just as clear now. You should you should be hearing it clear now. But anyway, uh, people who don't have natural affection killing their children. Then there was a black woman today. She killed two older children. Two boys. And then put them in the tub. So that her, I guess her boyfriend, her husband or whoever, uh, could see them. And I shared the story last night that in the beginning of our marriage, my wife, Marika White, who is here with me tonight, uh, be 35 years in a few days married. First and only marriage for both of us. She had similar problems. When she would nurse the children I believe that she got frustrated or the devil got a hold of her mind and she would and, and, and while I was praying I would hear a blood curdling gasping choking of my little baby Daniela Danny White and the other children too that came along and it seemed like to me it was something that she was uh, the, the devil was using her to try to cause a problem in the ministry. Uh, she was, uh, uh, she didn't really have a natural affection and love for her children. And what bears that out is that she never wanted to hug her children and say, I love you. I did it all the time. She never wanted to hug them. She never wanted to say, good night, I love you, good morning, I love you. It, that was the hardest thing for her. 
I had to tell her to do so. Until the children got older, and when I told her to do so, they were stiffen up like boards because they knew she was not sincere. She knew that she, uh, they knew that she was not real about it. And so, uh, after a while, I, t I didn't tell her anymore. Because, see, something like that has to come from your heart. You have to have natural affection for your children. And what I did was, I, I was traveling for about 10 years all across the country, around the globe, preaching the gospel, running the torch publications, and all of that kind of thing. And um, and I told in the article I said I know this, I know this is not what uh, the sweet evangelicals and the sweet Baptist and I am a Baptist but my sweet Baptist brothers and my sweet uh, uh, Bible brothers uh, my sweet charismatics this breaks their political correctness. You're not supposed to say anything negative about the wife, no matter the woman, no matter how evil she is, no matter how devilish she is, no matter how uh, 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 much of a witch she is. Oh, men are to never say anything about the woman and her evil. Well, I'm here to tell you, that God has said a lot. God has a problem with uh, most women. He loves all women like he loves all men. But if you read the Bible, God has a problem with Eve, with Jezebel, over half of the women in Proverbs, and he, the man that he gave the most wisdom to and who had the most wives and the most concubines in the history of the world. King Solomon, God had him to write, I find more bitter than death the woman. And there's not a woman living today who disagrees with that, other than the woke women who have been deceived. But deep down they know better too. We thank God for women. I thank God for women. I don't want to be around a, a whole bunch of men. I, 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 I don't believe in man, man church. That, that's, that sounds too homosexual to me. I don't believe in that. I believe you ought to have church like they did when they were in the upper room. They had men and women. Jesus' mother was there at the beginning of the church praying with the brethren. Uh, men and women ought to go to church together. I don't want to be a part of any group that uh, like that. It seems to me you're trying to pair up some men for uh, a little secret homosexual rendezvous. My man church, my foot. What, 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 y'all? What are you going to talk about? You can't talk about around the women. What? You got some secrets to tell the men? Huh? Anyway. Uh, fierce people are men are fierce today 
more so than in the past. Women are extremely fierce, generally speaking. Fierce, buddy. You know why they're fierce? Because they're full of hell and the devil. Christian people are not fierce like that. They're not ferocious. The devil is ferocious. Lion, uh, like a roaring lion seeking whom he made about. Have you ever seen a ferocious or fierce sheep? Little lamb? Huh? Hello? Despisers of those that are good. Traitors, the Judases in the family, the Judases in the church, the Judases in the world, heady, high-minded, proud, arrogant. These practice reductionism. They want to reduce you down and make you feel lower than them. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. They, they, they would rather uh, commit the abomination of homosexuality than repent of their sins and follow God. They would rather commit the sin of adultery and swinging and fornication than commit to God. And they always, they always have a little tinge of religion to them, in the beginning at least, before they become a full-blown atheist. Having a form of godliness, that's what the woke people do, but denying the power thereof by the, life, the lives they live. They have no power in their lives. They're engaged in all kinds of satanic demonic relationships. And here's what God wants you to do if you have family members or friends or church members like this, woke, deceived, from such turn away. Turn away from them. Two cannot walk Unless they be agreed. Makes no difference whether it's family, friend or foe. Church members, pastor, pastor's wife, wife, whoever, mentor, turn away from them. Or you will be destroyed. And they're laughing at you behind your back. You're more educated than they are, but they call you dumb, and they call you stupid, and they call you gullible behind your back. They despise you, and as soon as you try to walk away a little bit, as soon as you say no to some evil they want you to do, what do they, what do, they do? They ostracize you, and they make you feel uh, less than. Even, and even though you're smarter than they are, more educated than they are, and more moral than they are, they specialize in making you feel guilty because you're not as wicked as they are. 
and they talk about you behind your back, how dumb she is, how dumb he is, how weak and gullible they are. And what they're planning to do is kill you <clears throat> if you don't do what you, they want you to do. They're going to kill you. They're going to get rid of you. Creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led astray, led away with divers lusts. There are some men who, as Dr. Casey, Frederick Casey Price can talk the pen, make you a nymphomaniac. You can't go two days without, without seeing them. They got you hooked. They got you hooked. Ever learning. And never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Do you know there are people who are in uh, doctoral programs ever learning, but they never come to the knowledge of the truth? They're educated, but they're not smart. They don't have any wisdom. They don't have any knowledge. They don't have any understanding. They don't have any insight. And they never have had any revelations. And they don't have favor with God. You're in bad shape. Listen to me. Give me a man who has favor with God because he's born again and saved and obedient to God. He has enough sense. Give me a country boy who has enough sense to believe in Jesus Christ and obey Jesus Christ over any doggone seminarian with three or four or five degrees and a doctorate any day. Any day. I wouldn't give you a dime for these people who have a whole bunch of knowledge but don't have any wisdom, any knowledge, uh, uh, any uh, understanding rather, any insight and no favor of God because they're wicked as the devil. Uh, now as Janus, and uh, we're going to get to Janus and Jambres here. Some of you don't know them. They withstood Moses. Withstood Moses. Withstood Moses. So do these also resist the truth. They fight against the truth. They're mad at anybody who teaches the truth and preaches the truth. Men of corrupt minds. They're corrupt from, uh, and Isaiah talks about how that people are corrupt from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, love, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured. Many Christians are being persecuted in this age of wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. 
But out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You know what I say? Bring it on. Bring it on from the family. Bring it on from the woke churches and the woke pastors and the woke pastors' wives. Bring it on. Let's get it on. Bring it. Bring it on from the world, from the homosexuals and the lesbians. Bring it on. See? Because it's, it's going to happen anyway. You might as well accept it. If you choose to live godly, which means against their ungodliness, they're going to hate your guts. And they're going to do everything they can, just like the whore Herodias and the whoremonger Herod. They're going to plot and plan to cut the prophet's head off. It bothers them that he's able to preach. I told you that a man of God can preach in the wilderness and impact the whole region. He can preach in the wind and, and, and people just, do, I, I hear something. I, I don't see him. He makes me sick, whoever he is. Why is that? Because they're filled with the devil and the demons of hell. But evil men and seducers, that includes evil women, shall wax worse and worse, deceiving, deceiving and being deceived. This is the crux of wokeism. Deceiving and being deceived. There are thousands of people, millions of people, who have been deceived by this monstrous demonic spirit Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. And if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you don't start praying, you don't start preaching if you're a pre preacher, you don't start reading your Bible and praying for your children and praying for your grandchildren, they'll be lost here and lost in hell forever. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture. That's what you need to get back to. By inspiration, given by inspiration, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, that means rebuking, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Now, my dear friends, I'm going to do something that I have not really done. Maybe I have done this one time. 
I say two, about two weeks I've been preaching on this series proper, but I've been preaching on wokeism now for about four weeks. And I believe my son, Daniel Ezekiel, has added those other ones, and so that's going to be a little bit disjointed, but um, you'll get the message. I want to read something in your hearing tonight. It is a true story that I found on, and I almost missed this story, I found on Mail Online, not a Christian publication. It is titled, Manhattan Farmer Harris, or Harris rather, says her mom had to hire a $300 a day deprogrammer to help her unlearn crazy woke views after she was brainwashed while attending elite Mount Holyoke College. This is like an Ivy League college for women. Her name is Annabella Rockwell, 29 years old, now graduated from Mount Holyoke in Western Massachusetts in 2015. She said it drove her to drink and made her briefly become estranged from her mother and her father who threw a vase during one of their arguments prior to attending the elite school which charges $60,000 a year. Uh, Rockwell said she grew up in a traditional uh, and open-minded household. While attending the school she became indoctrinated and was taught she was an oppressed victim of patriarchy. That is the principle that God made man first and so man uh, should be in charge in the family. Man should be in charge, in charge rather in the church and uh, man should be seen as leaders in society. Her mom hired a $300 a day deprogrammer. I, I, I've never even heard of that. To help her daughter, which Rockwell credits for getting her back on her feet. I just went down this deep rabbit hole, she said. If it wasn't for my mother, I'd probably be living in Massachusetts and I'd be miserable as so many woke people are today as I have been preaching to you. This leads to misery. It leads to depression. It leads to nihilism. And it leads to death or suicide because at the end of wokeism is nothingness. Especially when you find out it's nothing but a bunch of lies. That you have been had, you have been took, you have been 
uh, bamboozled and you feel stupid, you feel empty, you've been used by these devilish woke people to make millions of dollars off of you while they buy mansions and uh, you thought it was all about the cause. They didn't care about the cause. They, they, they cared about uh, destroying the foundations of uh, the country and the world. And they used you in it, in doing that. A Manhattan farmer, Harris, said her mother had to hire her a $300 a day deprogrammer to unlearn the woke views she was brainwashed with at an all-woman, all-women's Massachusetts college. Something I did not really know uh, back in the day uh, Harvard, Yale, they only accepted men for a while there, from what I'm understanding. And so these other Ivy League type schools, Holyoke, Wesley, and Wesley, and a few others, were for the women. Uh, with all of the women being raped and all of the women... Uh, um, being harassed by men, it might be a good thing to go back to that without the lesbianism. Anyway, Annabella Rockwell, 29, graduated from Mount Holyoke in Western Massachusetts in 2015 and said it drove her to drink and made her briefly become estranged from her mother, who threw a vase during one of their arguments. I don't know why they included that. Prior, but it, I guess they included that because it became very heated. See? And this is what I tell parents, don't let it get like that. Because that's what their coach, you said coach, the coach of your precious teenage or young person who is probably a lesbian, is, is, is hoping that you will do. They'll even try to provoke you to anger and, and, and make you uh, uh, touch the child or slap the child because of the gross disrespect that they show uh, because they're coached by their lesbian friend to do that so that they can get you on some kind of assault charge. See? Now she, by her throwing that vase, if she threw it in the direction of her daughter, now her daughter could have, and it might it might have turned out, to be, it might have uh, been that way, where she was charged or something, for, her, for them to mention it. Uh, but just throwing the vase is attempted assault. You can, you can go downtown for that. Okay? So, don't, and I'm telling you parents and grandparents, don't do that. Don't do what 
the lady who plays on 911 did with her son and backhand her son because he was being disrespectful. And he's he, evidently he's a woke joker. That's what they want you to do so they can go back to their little rat hole or rabbit hole as she called it and, and strategize how to get you arrested. Try to bring some shame on your name. And they are shocked when you don't respond that way. Because they know, because they've been told to act very nasty. It's not even in them to do it. They look stupid doing it, but they, they're, they're, they're told by their lesbian coaches and their homosexual coaches, you have to really be nasty towards him. You have to really cuss him out. And, and to make sure you do it, make sure you send us a video of you cussing him out. So we can, we can use it in our publications to encourage others to cuss out their parents and be mad as the devil at their parents and show that fierceness. You, you see, this is why we don't want you to go home and, and sit down and talk with them by yourself. We don't want you to call them. We don't want them to, uh, you know, we don't want them to have the freedom to call you. Because we're not finished brainwashing you yet. Remember Patty Hearst? She was a good girl. Got with the wrong people. And became a bad girl. And I believe she spent some time in jail too. And, and some people, some good girls been good all their lives. Get caught up in this mess. They probably was not loved by uh, one or the other parent. Never had a motherly mother love, like in my children's case. And so any, any woman, any mentor, any pastor's wife, any woke devil that shows them some interest and say, why don't you stay at our house for a little while? You don't have to go home. They love that. And, and then before you know it, there they go. I'll help you get a house. And then you'll be holding to them. You don't need the patriarchy. You don't need your fathers to know anything. I'll do it for you. But just remember now where, you, where your bread is buttered. And if you try to get out of it, and you got yourself in a mess with somebody tied up, you need your... You really need your father to get you out of it. Uh, and sisters who know, and brothers who know that one of your siblings is caught up in a situation that she can't get out of because of obligations and being beholden to somebody, you need to say something about it. You need to step in. You need to contact your uh, father. And let him uh, take care of it. To get to free her from that. Because what they're going to do is ostracize her. They're going to pick on her. They're going to abuse her. She's going to be beaten like that uh, by another uh, lesbian. Who's probably a man. Uh, on a trip down to Mexico like the other woman was beaten to death in Mexico. While a man was watching. This stuff is all planned and set up. 
If you don't do what they tell you to do, they will beat you down and they will kill you. So somebody better say something. You know that's not your sister acting that way. You know that's the devil. You know she's been brainwashed. You know she's under pressure to act that way. Because these devilish woke people are mad because her father preaches the gospel and preaches against wokeism and preaches against homosexuality. I warned, I warned the whole church and the nation of this for years. So I'm on their radar. They found out that they can get to you and they're trying to get you to do things you never thought about doing. Prior to attending the elite school to study history, which charges $60,000 a year, Rockwell said she grew up in a traditional household and had considered herself to be open-minded. However, the politics minor claimed the all-women's school totally indoctrinated her into thinking she was an oppressed victim of the patriarchy, that she's an oppressed victim of uh, all men, and I assume including, including her own father. This professor tells me about the patriarchy. I barely knew what the word meant. I didn't know what she was talking about. Uh, she told the New York Post I wasn't someone that that into feminism. I just knew that I felt I had always been free to do what I wanted to do. I never experienced sexism, but I was told there's the patriarchy, and you don't even understand it's been working against you. See, this is the dumb stuff that they tell your daughters. Not only in uh, secular colleges, liberal colleges, but even in some Christian colleges. Beth Moore's daughter has gotten caught up in this foolishness. To hate the patriarchy, to hate men, and more power to women. And I, as I said yesterday in a sermon, most women don't get most women don't get together on hardly anything unless it is against men. That's demonism and that is deceptionism. Because God made men and women to complement each other. To have sex together with each other and to produce babies. Which is a magnificent thing. Out of this world thing. And a whole lot of us have been doing it. Because it takes nine months for a baby to come. Somebody is doing something somewhere when you got almost 10 billion people on this planet. Hey, somebody is doing something. 
I don't care if you sweet little Christian like you have never done anything before, you've never had sex before, like it or not. Somebody somewhere is doing something. Glory be to God. It's been, uh, they told her and taught her, this patriarchy has been working against you your whole life. You ought to hate your father. You ought to hate all men. And you come to me. I'll be better to, to you than a man ever will. Let me turn you on to a little lesbian sex. We do some nasty things, but you'll feel good. And then you're deceived again. You've been oppressed and you didn't even know it, child. Your father is an oppressor. How was the relationship between your father and his wife? Tell me about it, huh? It was oppressive, wasn't it? No mention of God telling the wife to willingly on her own submit to her husband and compliment her husband and support her. No, that's not going to come into the mix. He uh, was oppressive. He was abusive, wasn't he? Huh? And see, uh, you need to write those things down and you need to Write a book about it. You need to try to bring up some charges against that man who sacrificed for you and loved you and supported you and helped you to get to where you are. That patriarchal dude. Ah, he's the devil. Uh -huh. Hate your father. He stayed with you from the time you were a baby. He protected you from your mother killing you. And she burned the right side of your face with the point of an iron. It is a miracle there's no scar today. When she choked you on her breast when she got frustrated and angry and you almost died, he was there to stop her and to correct her and to rebuke her and do whatever he needed to do to keep you alive. He did that for your siblings as well. And you know it because you saw her do it. And you can remember it. But now you need to hate him. He's a patriarch. And your father is more of a patriarch than anybody. Because he believes the Bible. And I don't want to take away your Bible from you, little girl. But I'm an atheist. I have no fear of God before my eyes. And uh, you don't know it, but I'm going, to st I'm, going to, I'm going to take your faith away from you. And make you beholden to me. Remember now, that title deed to that mansion, my name is on it. You owe me your soul. You owe me everything. That's what the devil will say to you. Now, you have to fight it, she said. And I just went down this deep rabbit hole. 
And those of you who know about Alice in Wonderland, well, she was Alice. And uh, you can go down some deep rabbit holes in life to nowhere. But a bunch of evil and sin and foolishness. I saw everything. Everything. Through the lens of oppression. That's what they had me believing that. and bias, and victimhood. I came to the school as someone who saw everyone equally. I left looking for injustice wherever I could find it, and automatically assuming that all white men especially were sexist. All men were sexist, and had no respect for women women. I was a part of the Me Too movement and all of that. That rabbit hole, that rabbit hole which started when she took a gender studies class in her junior year left a deep division. A deep division between her and her mother and no doubt her father as well. She felt she, and thank God for good mothers like this though, the father really didn't have to step in that much. The mother knew something was up. And let me tell you something, buddy. Just like if you got a good white boy on a basketball team, you can depend on him, Jack. If you get a good woman on the job, huh? You get a good woman on the job, you get a good mother, like Sammy Madison's wife. She may not like you because she didn't like me that much. But she loves those children. You get a mama bear, son. <laughs> Whoever they got their uh, aim on, you in trouble, Jack. There's nothing like a mother's love. A real mother, what the heck is, what are you talking about, girl? I'll throw this vase at you. <laughs> you come bring that mess up here now. I'm telling you, you get you a good wife, a good mother? Shoot. Boy, listen to, let me tell you something. You don't have to worry about your children. But they're going to step in, Jack. They're going to they gonna step up. They're going to rise up to the occasion. And now this is my daughter. Now, I, I, I done paid $60,000 for you to go to. I thought the best school. And you going to come here and tell me that you half a boy. And you want to be hooked up with a girl. Girl, I, I throw this vase at you. I, I don't care about nothing. I care about that. I'll go to that school. I'll turn that school upside down. I'll take away my endowment and everything else I get. I, I will sue for my money. Back. You don't, you don't want to mess with a mother like that, Jack. You don't want to mess with a mama bear. No, no, no. No, no, no. Sometimes your husband got to hold mama bear back because mama bear will let you know what time it is. Well, have you lost your mind? Come here talking this smack to me.
Annabella, that's the name, right? Annabella felt she had to educate about the real state of the world. I had to educate her mother about the real state of the world. Tell me about it, little girl. <laughs> tell me about it, little girl. I raised you from a little baby. You gonna tell me about the state of the world? Negro, uh, you done lost your mind. Including riding her, and she's a white lady. It don't matter to me. And, and, and watch this. <clears throat> uh, Annabella wrote her manifesto. <laughs> a manifesto. <laughs> Woo! That claimed her mother treated her like a wind-up toy when she was a child. See, that's, this is a kind, excuse me, Dr. Boy and Dr. Evan, God bless you. Excuse me, this is the kind of crap they come up with. See? At a university that you're paying $60,000 a year. And they took, and they paid that. They didn't get any student loans. They paid that cash up front. I guarantee it. No payments either. Sixty thousand dollars is like six. Uh, it's like sixty dollars to these people. In her post-graduation manifesto, post-graduation manifesto, by the way, she also accused her mother Melina, who she had once considered her best friend, of never loving her, of never loving her. Now that's true in the case of my children. But they cannot accuse me of that. You know what some some woke family members are trying to do uh, with my seven children that I raised for the glory of God, and we did great exploits for God by the power of God together. They're trying to get my children to re, uh, revise history regarding their mother. That's what my in-laws are trying to do. Trying to brainwash my children that their mother is a sweet person and a wonderful, loving person and great person. You know what? To, to my wife's credit, To my wife's credit, if she was a cussing woman, uh, well, she does cuss sometime in part one, but uh, she was a get out of here with this bull sheep. That's basically what her attitude was. She laughed at it. She said, no, she, they came to try to do that mess, and she said, no, no, no. Uh, mm -mm. I'm the one. I'm the problem. I've been the problem all these years. To, my, to her credit, I... I I, you say, well, preacher, how does she do that? Why does she do that? I believe it's because I prayed prayers like this down through the years. Holy Father God prepares for good times and bad times. Prepares, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepares, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepares, Lord, for life and death. And not only that, just praying every day together. She's heard me pray. And, I, and the reason why this is so shocking to me because I, I've never seen any signs of my wife being saved. I know God rebuked her for lying on her husband. I know that. 
That's the only sign I saw a long time ago. And she, and she, and she learned from that, and she's not doing. She's not doing that anymore. She has not done that since then, in a, in a major way like that. Now she's lied to me about stealing my cashews and stuff like that, stealing my uh, food out of the refrigerator. But as far as lying to people, her parents and her, her grandparents and aunties and all siblings and all that, she has not done that. And she's not, she, she, uh, no, I don't even buy that. So don't come here and be lying on this man or, or about anything. That was her attitude. It's that, that's her attitude today on her own. She could have taken advantage of that and been gone if that's what she, was in her heart. But it's not in her heart. She says, nah. <laughs> not because of me. Not because of me. She did this on her own to this day. She doesn't want to hear that. That I was an oppressor over her and, 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 and I abused her and all this kind of mess like that. She doesn't want to hear that. If she wanted to hear that, she would run with it. She would go with it and run with it. But she knows that's a lie. And I don't know why. Other than God intervening. Because if there ever was a time to leave. That time is now when we have the emptiness. And I told her she's welcome to do that. If she, if she does that. It's just going to benefit me. Because I won't have to deal with her nasty attitude at times. Trying to handle the ministry and all that. Which probably has an impact on my blood pressure by her being around. I believe my blood pressure will go down if she was not around. That's just the truth. She's right here. You know one of the reasons why we've been married for 35 years? Because I tell the truth. I've never lied to my wife. I know that's hard to believe. A black Negro has never lied to his wife. I've never lied to my wife. It's not because of me. It's because of him. It's not because of me. There's no goodness in me. It all goes to God. I thought I was going to finish this tonight, my beloved, but I doubt it. And so with that, my dear friends, let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, for somehow allowing me to find this a very powerful true story that fits into what we're talking about big time. Holy Father God, I thank you for that mother who put her foot down for her daughter. And now her smile is back. Her Christian smile is back. Now she's working for a Christian slash Jewish organization that stands for the Judeo-Christian faith and proud of it and, uh, and doing other things uh, 
for your glory, praise, and honor with her mother and with her father. <clears throat> Thank you for delivering this woman, this young woman. Uh, and uh, Lord, I pray that you will deliver all of the young people, including the young people in my own family and older people in my own family as well. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for this time together. And I pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving. In my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe, have your Holy Ghost to fall in a mighty fashion. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, I have so much more to say tonight, but it is getting late. And uh, if the Lord should tarry his coming and we live, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow night. Hopefully earlier. But for those of you who uh, are with us tonight and you're not saved, you might be woke, you might be unwoke, but you are for sure dead in your trespasses and sins. For the Bible says we all have sinned against God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have <clears throat> done evil in his sight. The Bible says also that the wages of sin is death. That means we're all going to die. You can get woke if you want to. You're going to probably end up dying in your sins. Because as Annabella brought out, she went down this dark rabbit hole and see sometimes you can go down a dark rabbit hole like that even though you know better and you can't get out it's only by the grace of God she got out with the help of her mother and uh, if you know somebody who's gone down the woke rabbit hole you need to start praying for them real hard because they have been brainwashed. They have been had. They have been taken. And uh, you need to pray hard. And uh, uh, help them where they can and where they are willing to let you help. And especially those who are lost. Those who are saved have a better chance of recovering themselves because of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. But as I was saying, the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. And if God will allow us to die because of our sins, God will allow us to go to hell if we do not believe in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, who paid our sin debt, 
was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. <clears throat> so dear friend, if you want to be saved from the power of your sin, if you want to be saved from the eternal burning hell, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. For God so loved the world, Jesus Christ said, when he said the most important words in the history of the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God, Believe in him, trust in him, have faith in him, and he will save your soul tonight. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So let's call on his name. Since you have never done this before, I'll be glad to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have repeatedly done evil in your sight throughout my life. For I have broken your Ten Commandments by lying, by stealing, by lusting after people and things, by dishonoring and disobeying my parents, by dishonoring you by taking your name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe with all of my heart that he died for my sins was buried and rose on the third day and is sitting at the right your right hand right now. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. Please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways and help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen.
Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, as Jesus Christ said for you to do, with his own mouth, and you called upon his name and prayed and asked him, asked him to save you, then according to the words of Jesus Christ, according to the words of God, you are now saved. To help you grow in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com and uh, get my free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And read that book. It's a free download and go thereby. Also, go to Gospel Light Society Podcasts. Just type it into Google. You'll find it in several places. And we have thousands of podcasts already done for you to listen to and to grow thereby. Email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and pray for you. And if you have a special prayer request, send it in so that we can pray for your special prayer request. We have prayed for thousands and we'll be glad to pray for you. So my dear friends, until next time, Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow night. If the Lord tears is coming and we live, until then, if you are saved, pray without ceasing. If you're not saved, get saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. Remember the motto of the Marines, simplify, always faithful. And the motto of the Air Force, Semper Supra, always above. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. Pray and read his word, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow as the music plays.